That's where we're going to begin. Of course, we're sticking close to our theme and uh, in continuing steadfastly in the Apostles' Doctrine, describing what that is. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, it's really everything in the Bible. Uh, and so it's the whole Bible. We're, we're to believe it from cover to cover. We're to obey it uh, as well. And so <clears throat> when we're kind of layering out all of the different particulars about uh, how or what the Apostles' Doctrine is, uh, it's just in a nutshell, it's everything. Uh, and uh, so uh, if you're ever wondering uh, what we're supposed to be steadfast in, uh, just get in the Word of God in the Bible. But we're going to be taking a part uh, from 1 John uh, that we uh, reference uh, in that uh, brainstorming thing or that mind map uh, area uh, where it talks about the doctrine of Christ. Uh, but we want to start out there and look really in 1 John, 2nd and 3rd John. Uh, don't worry, it's not a lot of space. Uh, but we'll uh, kind of lay a couple things out there in, uh, in what the Bible says about walking in light or walking in truth. Uh, and we find the principle of walking uh, that really involves uh, the overriding uh, philosophical, biblical belief, uh, in, uh, but it also, in many occasions, uh, deal with deeds, things that we do. Uh, and so I want to make sure that we point out some of those tonight. And then we'll look at also our conversation. The Bible says let only let our conversation be as to become of the gospel uh, of Christ. And so our walk with God, our conversation, uh, the way that we live, um, we find verse after verse after verse in the Bible. And, and it amazes me that, uh, that somehow, some way, uh, Christian pastors today um, omit them all. <laughs> and, uh, and then if you read them, know them, quote them, uh, obey them, then somehow uh, you're trying to work your way to heaven. Uh, but, um, but we do all these things because we're saved. Uh, and we, we desire to obey the Word of God because we're saved and indwelled with the Spirit of God. And, and one kind of takeaway that you can get from 1st, 2nd, 3rd John uh, in kind of the distinction that's made from people who live a life characterized by sin or they, they walk in darkness or they walk in light uh, is, um, you know, you want to. The commandments of God are not grievous. Uh, so uh, obedience to Christ uh, is something we do um, out of love. Uh, and, uh, and then oftentimes uh, out of duty. Uh, and because whether you um, just love um, doing things that the Bible says, uh, you're still supposed to do them. Uh, and uh, we can't st- we're never going to be able to stand before God and God say, why didn't you obey me? And you're like, well, I just wasn't feeling it. And, uh, and since everything needs to be done out of love, I just figured I didn't have to do it. Uh, and uh, we're going to be in trouble <laughs> as we stand before the Lord uh, in that way. First John, in chapter number 1, uh, by the way, First John is written to Christians, the elect of the beloved, his children. It's not written to lost people. Uh, and, uh, and people have to say that it is because um, their, uh, their views don't line up uh, with, uh, with the scriptures here. And so they've got to... Uh, change some stuff. And, uh, and again, these are people that um, you have their books and stuff. Uh, if you want to know who it is specifically, you can come to me and, uh, and I'll tell you. First John uh, in chapter number one and look at verse number uh, six. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk, and by the way, there's a bunch of ifs all the way down through these verses. We're not going to cover them all, but it'd be great uh, if you just circle all those and uh, give your attention to them. Verse 7, but if we walk in the light as He is in the light, we have fellowship uh, one with another, 
And the blood of Jesus Christ, His Son, cleanseth us from all sin. And I will stop there. Uh, and uh, when you have these qualifiers, like words like if, uh, since we know uh, we, um, we can do nothing to save ourselves, the Bible is very clear. Um, we know that we can't, uh, we can't do anything uh, to forfeit our salvation if we're sincerely saved. Uh, so this is, these are not verses. They can't be verses that deal with uh, if, you, if you do these things, then you're not born again. Uh, but what the Word of God teaches us is that people who are saved do these things. Amen. People who are saved persevere. Uh, people who are saved walk with God. Uh, people who are saved desire to read the Bible. Uh, so when all of those things are absent in the life of a person, um, it's, it's natural to question whether or not they are a child of God. Um, we can't know hearts. Uh, we can't see hearts. But uh, we can discern um, fruit or the absence of fruit. And as a pastor, that's one of the things that, uh, that I do. But it's not just my job as a pastor. It's all of our job as Christians to help one another. So we're going to take a look at this and a couple of things as quickly as we can uh, here this evening. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless uh, the reading of your word, the preaching of it tonight. Help us to be consistent uh, with the things that we say we believe uh, in the way that we behave. Uh, I know that it's not popular uh, in today's uh, Christianity, but Lord, help it to be popular here. Uh, help us uh, to, to accept uh, your admonitions from Scripture uh, to walk with you and to live uh, lives that become uh, us, that, that become the gospel, that become children of God, uh, and help us to be ever uh, ready uh, to make changes <clears throat> where necessary. Bless us, please, in Jesus' name. Uh, amen. Uh, so if you have a pen, uh, I'm going to be giving you a bunch of verses uh, that deal with this idea of walking uh, in light or walking, uh, not walking in darkness. And uh, the Christian's walk, the Bible teaches is us, is a walk of truth. Uh, and uh, some of the areas that we'll cover with these verses, we're supposed to walk in light, not darkness. Uh, the Bible says, uh, if we walk in the Spirit, uh, we will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Um, the scriptures say in Second uh, John, uh, as we go in a little bit further, uh, that uh, we are to walk in truth. And an example that is given to us uh, in uh, scripture uh, is a gentleman named Gaius. Uh, and you'll see him uh, in John's epistles as well. Um, the Bible teaches us we're to walk in wisdom uh, towards them that are without. And that's not, by the way, that's not just like standing there as a Christian and just exuding wisdom like it just like just pours out of your pores and uh in your beaming wisdom it's it's behavior so when we have someone who is uh, a lost person uh, in within our influence uh, we have to be walking wisdom towards them we have to do things say things uh, to not interfere with the gospel witness or to not be a poor testimony to them to handle them uh, wisely make wise decisions uh, having the big picture in mind uh, so we're to walk worthy um, in several places and we'll look at a couple of those verses the bible says walk honestly as in the day uh, and, uh, and to walk by faith and, uh, and not by sight. Uh, to, we are His workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto, unto good works. And the Bible says that we should walk in them. God, is, God has planned for us, been ordained, given us a job to do, has gifted us uh, in the ability to do that. Uh, and we're to walk in, walk in the works. The uh, Bible says we're supposed to walk in love. And, uh, and uh, if we're saved... Uh, we're to walk in Him. 
Uh, and it could go on and on and on. But let me give you some of uh, these verses. Uh, Romans chapter number 6, verse number 4. And part of the baptism today, and we talk about uh, walking in the uh, power of His resurrection. Uh, sometimes when preachers bring someone up from uh, the underneath the water, they would say to walk in newness of life. And we get that verse uh, here in chapter number 6, verse number 4. Therefore, we are buried with Him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so also uh, uh, we also should walk uh, in newness of life. It's not just believing that we have new life. Uh, it, is, it is walking our talk. It's, it's understanding that we're a new creature. Uh, but then putting off the old man and its deeds and, uh, and uh, subjecting our, um, ourselves to the Spirit's leading and uh, putting our flesh under subjection. Uh, it, is, it is discipline. Uh, it, is, it is active. Uh, it is every day um, putting our mind to it uh, to live for the Lord. The Bible says in Romans 8, uh, verse number 1, There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. Uh, when we say walking after the Spirit, we're minding the Spirit in His direction, walking after the flesh, uh, doing fleshly things. There's lists of those uh, fleshly things uh, in Scripture. Uh, so we know the difference. And it's not just uh, saying I'm a Spirit-led individual. Uh, it's walking in the Spirit, letting God um, um, drive the, the bus. <laughs> it's really, uh, you know, it, I know that you know, people say um, you know, uh, that there's permissive wills of God, but there really isn't. You don't just miss it. There's a perfect will. Uh, and uh, and we, we should never go through life um, walking in the flesh. Uh, the Bible says, I mentioned Romans 13, 13, let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting uh, and drunkenness, uh, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and uh, envying. And, and by the way, there are a lot of people who will try to justify social drinking uh, in Scripture, but there's plenty of Bible verses uh, that teach you that it's unwise and dangerous and that it, uh, here uh, that we're not to walk. We're supposed to walk honestly in the day. We're supposed to be led of the Spirit of God, uh, not spirits. Uh, we're to try the spirits, whether they're of God uh, or not. Uh, and uh, there's not a whole lot of good things that go on uh, in the darkness. So God tells us to walk honestly, uh, not just, you know, think we're honest, uh, but be honest at work. You know, be honest, be honest in, in all of your dealings with people. Don't, you know, um, don't cheat people. Uh, you cheat somebody on whatever, you lie about something when it comes to, you know, um, you're selling something or whatever. Uh, you sell somebody a lemon of a car uh, and they know you're a believer. Um, you know, it seems like lost people know how Christians should behave uh, more than Christians sometimes. 2 Corinthians 5, verse number 7, source says we, we walk by faith, not by sight. Uh, Galatians 5, verse 16, just write these down, I'm trying to go quickly. Uh, can't preach on every one of them, but we'll get back into 1 John here in a minute. These are all introductory lessons uh, or verses to show you um, that it's in the Bible. Walking with the Lord uh, is in the Scriptures. The Bible says again in Galatians 5.16, Walk in the Spirit, you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Uh, he says um, in chapter 5, verse 25, If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Uh, and as many walk according to this rule, peace be to them and mercy and upon uh, uh, the Israel of God. Uh, I mentioned Ephesians chapter number 2, verse number 10, that we're to walk in the works uh, that God has called us uh, to live. Uh, but turn with me to a couple passages in Ephesians, if you would. We're going to start in Ephesians 
uh, chapter number four. Partway through uh, the year, we'll be doing a verse-by-verse um, exposition of the book of Ephesians, probably uh, probably doing either a Sunday night or, or Wednesday, uh, we'll see. But the, there's a lot of doctrine, um, you know, a lot of teaching, a lot of uh, very uh, great, great stuff throughout the Bible, yes, but, uh, but we're going to focus on some of these. Uh, in Ephesians chapter number 4, verse number 1, uh, the Bible says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. Uh, now we know that uh, you know, all the Bible is written for us, not to us. There's some uh, reference, obviously, in this to vocational ministry. Uh, but, uh, but we all serve God, uh, and we're to walk worthy uh, of our calling. If God's called you uh, to ministry, walk worthy. If God's called you uh, to minister in some capacity uh, within uh, your local church, then walk worthy of the calling. Uh, and uh, he says in Ephesians 4, in verse number 17, This I say, therefore, and testify in the Lord that ye henceforth uh, walk not as other Gentiles walk. So there's positive, there's negative. Uh, Obviously, if we're to walk in light, we're not to walk in darkness. If we're to walk in spirit, we're not to walk in the flesh. Uh, If we're supposed to walk in truth, uh, there's opposites of those as well. Uh, So if we are to walk worthy, um, then uh, you can deduce that there are ways to walk unworthily. Uh, and uh, what we need to do in, uh, as Christians is find out what pleases the Lord. Uh, and, uh, and he gives us some instruction about that. In Ephesians 5 and verse number 2, the Bible says, And walk in love, as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling savor. Uh, in Ephesians 5 verse number 8, uh, Ye were sometimes darkness, but now uh, are ye light in the Lord. Walk as children of the light. So he says, ye are the light of the Lord, and so walk as children of uh, the light. In Philippians, uh, in chapter number 3, he speaks about um, uh, walking in the same rule uh, together, uh, but to also mark them which walk so. So in a positive way, we're to mark, or a negative way, we mark those who who walk disorderly uh, and avoid them. uh, But then God also wants us to look and see uh, those who are walking in unity and with the same rule, and then mark them, which walk so as an example. Uh, so it's not that we just go around looking for, like, you know, trying to bust people. Uh, and uh, we're, we're also to find positive deviants, uh, things that people, not deviant, <laughs> right? Um, vari- variation. There are things that some people do uh, that deviates from what we do, and it's positive, and so we see that in them, uh, and then we assimilate that into our own life. Uh, if you're a young married um, couple, uh, you should be looking uh, at uh, other married couples who have been married for f- 10 years, 20 years, 50 years. Uh, and I know a lot of times we say, what's the secret? And, you know, we say, oh, I turn off my hearing aids or, uh, you know, whatever, and don't hear my wife. Or, uh, and we joke about all that. But when somebody has lived and been married for 50, 60, 70 years, they've got some good stuff for you. Uh, so ask questions. And by the way, uh, those who've been uh, uh, married for a long time or you've lived a long time, uh, the Bible's very clear that we're supposed to, uh, the older is supposed to teach the younger. Uh, and uh, you come by wisdom in that way, that wisdom uh, should be shared. Having said that, not everybody uh, with a gray head of hair has wisdom. All right? And, uh, and uh, you, you, we just 
we have to realize that sometimes, but uh, we do have an admoni- admonition to, uh, to, uh, to love uh, our elders and to respect them. And so even if they may not have wisdom and they do have gray hair, you're still supposed to uh, be a blessing uh, and love them. So uh, we are uh, to, uh, to walk in love uh, and to mark them that do so as well. The Bible says in Colossians chapter number 1 in verse number 10, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Uh, in Colossians 2, 6, As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in Him. I talked about walking in wisdom toward them without from Colossians 4. Uh, and, uh, and then that you would walk worthy of God in 1 Thessalonians. Uh, for, turn to 1 Thessalonians real quick in chapter number 4. A couple verses that are there that we can point out quickly. Uh, and all of this, again, I'm just going to get to a, a main uh, focus here in just a minute. Uh, but uh, in 1 Thessalonians chapter number 4 and verse number 1, remember the church at Thessalonica was a pretty solid church uh, and, uh, and very blessed. And Paul, um, he spent a lot of time saying, you know, uh, how he cared for them and loved them. It was gentle uh, as a nurse, and and uh, and really, uh, he didn't he didn't do anything uh, secretly, not with guile or whatever. But he says this in verse one. He says, "Furthermore, then we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus, that as ye have received us, how ye ought to walk and to please God, so you would abound more and more." The apostles' doctrine um, in this instance to the church of Thessalonica and also to us by inspiration of Scripture and is profitable. Um, there, the Bible's filled with doctrine that teaches us how we ought to walk and how we ought to please God. Um, walking with God pleases God. Not walking with God displeases Him. So when, when somebody, there's a clear Bible doctrine teaching uh, on how to walk or to walk worthy, and then somebody who claims to love Jesus does not believe that verse, does not obey that verse, doesn't follow that, and walks unworthily. Uh, it is fair uh, for when they say, for example, that doesn't mean you love God more than I do. It's fair for you to go, yes, it does. Amen. It absolutely does. And, uh, and people get upset at that, and I, and I understand why, because we've curated this image of God uh, that doesn't care what we do. And so we have churches all across the world that are filled with people who are actively trying to obey God and serve Him and walk worthily, and those who aren't, and, and you can't tell them that they aren't. Uh, and, uh, and, and when that happens, uh, people, of course, they get upset about it uh, and try to go find a church that, or a pastor that's not going to tell them that. And by the way, it's usually the pastor who doesn't want to live it either. And, uh, and so it's, um, uh, you know, it, it just, it's just the reality of the day and time uh, that we live. Uh, again, he says in 1 Thessalonians 4, verse number 12, that you may walk honestly toward them that are without. Uh, he's repeating what he has said elsewhere. Uh, and then we touched on this recently, so we won't spend time. Uh, in 2 Thessalonians chapter number 3, for we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. Uh, and so, um, and, and it says to shame them. It says to avoid them, not to not to hang, not to eat meals with them. Uh, and uh, and it's not you're separating from somebody. It's not because they have this you know doctrinal belief that's not in line. It's just they're not working uh, when they're supposed to work, uh, and uh, they're not obeying what the the apostles' doctrine is. Uh, and uh, and so um, Paul tells them to. Uh, to mark them and to avoid them. 
Of course, we know from Jude uh, that there are those mockers in the last time that would walk after their uh, ungodly lusts, and uh, so on and on and on. Uh, and again, there are uh, the words walking or walk, uh, but when we get into the conversation uh, and that aspect of it, uh, it just it doubles, triples, quadruples down. There's just so many verses in the Bible uh, that deal with walking with the Lord, uh, not just believing, uh, not just giving mental assent, uh, to doctrine, but sound doctrine includes conduct uh, because it's sound teaching uh, and it's also uh, the doctrine called the doctrine of Christ. So back to 1 John chapter number 1. In just a couple more minutes here we'll be done. Uh, but uh, again in verse number 6 and 7, if we say that we have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. Uh, and uh, so somebody who says that they are a child of the light, children of the light, they're saved the child of God, but they walk in darkness. Um, it's not, I asked the question earlier today, and people answered it uh, this way. I said, how many false teachings does someone have to teach to be understood or, or to be thought of as a false teacher? One. And, uh, and one is, you know, people say, well, how many times have you got to lie to be a liar? Uh, and, uh, and people kind of uh, equating that uh, and asking kind of the, uh, the questions and Brother Jesse had put on there and then I put how much wood can a woodchuck chuck? If a woodchuck could chuck wood. Uh, and, uh, but there are, um, uh, there are times when people will teach something uh, and they're wrong or they're in error or they make an error. Uh, for example, you know, I don't know how many times I've put different Bible characters in different stories. Uh, you know, or I said, this person said this from this book, and I'm like way off, and, and some, someone will come after and say, you meant to say Job, or you meant to say Noah. And I'm like, yeah, what did I say? And, you know, you said David, or whatever. And, uh, and so there are times where you make mistakes, and you make errors. Um, but uh, in those instances, you, um, you make the change, or you fix it, or whatever. That's not what I'm talking about. Uh, but when it comes to, say, this principle in particular, where um, a clear doctrinal teaching uh, that we're to walk and to walk worthy and to walk honestly uh, and walk in wisdom and all the things of walking. There are pastors and teachers uh, who say that those are all secondary things uh, and, they, and they don't really matter. They don't matter to God, should it matter to us? And we shouldn't break fellowship with somebody who doesn't agree with us on these secondary or tertiary issues. Uh, but here's the deal. If they're, a, if they're a doctrinal teaching and we're refusing to do them, that's one thing. But if we double down and refuse to teach it, or we teach opposite, and we say, it doesn't matter. I know that's the Bible, but it doesn't matter. It's 2023. Um, to me, those people have become a false teacher. Uh, because they're not making a mistake. They're teaching a doctrine, um, a teaching, a biblical teaching that's not true. Um, you know, so when people say, Brother Reno, that doesn't really matter to God, uh, I say, well, yes, it does, because here's what God says about it. Well, um, that's your interpretation. And, and they come up with all these different things to kind of minimize it, uh, but um, it's in the Bible. And here's, here's the other problem, is that a lot of the folks uh, who, and I'll just put it out there, what goes first in these churches is the music. Uh, then the next thing that goes uh, is attire. Uh, not like a wheel, but what we wear. All right, attire. Uh, and then the next thing that goes is the Bible versions. And, um, and, and it's time and time again. It's just been a pattern that's been over the course of time. And what people say, well, it really, it, you know, the Bible doesn't say much about music. Well, it does. 
Bible doesn't say much about attire. Well, it does. Uh, and uh, in the, you know, the doctrine, uh, bibliology, as, as a big one, and it, it amazes me, it's like people say, you know, uh, you know we separate, you're separating over a silly thing, uh, and, uh, and, and they use a completely different perversion of Scripture. And so what happens is, is that you can't sit down and talk with them and, and flesh it out because you don't have a common Bible uh, or a final rule. Uh, and, uh, and so in those, in those times, just saying this, if, if you say, well, why don't you and brother so-and-so work out your differences? Uh, because me and brother so-and-so read a different Bible. And, uh, and so I love them. I'll pray for them. You know, if they have a need, I'll come alongside of them and be a Christian or whatever. But, but, we, but we don't cooperate with each other because in, I've put them in, the, in a box as a false teacher uh, because they're not obeying or, or continuing steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. All right? Again, it's not the big ones. It's all of them. It's all of the Bible. And so if you say... Uh, that you walk uh, in light, uh, uh, that you have fellowship with Him and walk in darkness, we lie. But if we walk in the light, as He is in the light, we have fellowship one with another in the blood of Jesus Christ. Uh, it's an evidence. When we, walk, when we walk with the Lord and we walk in light, or as we read here with the same writer under inspiration, walk in truth, it's, it's evidences that we're saved. Uh, it doesn't make us saved. It's that save, save people. Uh, well, we say in the song, uh, we're sinners saved by grace. So here's what we say. There are two types of people. There are saved sinners and lost sinners. So sinners act like sinners. Uh, saved sinners are supposed to act like Jesus. Uh, and, uh, and, where we, and when we don't, where and not if, but when we don't and we sin and do something we shouldn't do or whatever, um, the Holy Spirit of God, because we are children of light, brings conviction to our heart. Uh, and, uh, and we confess it to Him and we, get, and we get it right because we don't want it to fester uh, or affect our prayer life or our relationships or whatever. So we pray uh, and confess those things to uh, the Lord. Uh, in First John, uh, and turn over to chapter number two. And there's a theme that runs throughout these. And again, you can read all of them uh, together. Uh, and, uh, you know, so, you know, keep, you know, keeping his word or saying, like in verse four, he that saith, I know him and keepeth not his commandments is a liar. And the truth is not in him. Um, so as much as I would be, ah, you know, somebody says, you know, it just doesn't mean, you know, that you love Jesus more than, than I do. Um, you can be like, yeah, it kind of does, and you're a liar. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't come across very Christian-like. Um, but, but, but we didn't say it. God says it. Uh, but look at verse number 6. He that saith he abideth in him ought, also, uh, ought himself also so to walk even as he walked. So if I, as a, I'm preaching and I say somebody can be saved, uh, born again, but not be a Christian. Um, what I mean by that is to be a Christian means to be Christ-like, to be a disciple of Christ. And there are people who make professions of faith who don't grow and don't go to church or they don't, they're not in their Bible, they've not been discipled, uh, and, uh, and they are not Christian. They're Christians because we use that term so loosely, and, and Christians for most people kind of encompasses believers uh, and from all uh, you know, walks of faith, 
but we understand uh, why the Christians were why they were first called Christians at Antioch, uh, and the transformation that took place in the life of believers and the change that God uh, has done. And so the Scriptures teaches that if you say you abide in Him, and uh, then you ought to walk like Him. Uh, and so we we find part of the apostles' doctrine is the life of Christ. Uh, we understand that God is, He is the Word, and, uh, and, uh, and there's uh, not really a separation. You know, He is truth. God is truth. Uh, but turn over to 2 John. So uh, 2 John, um, and let's look at verse number... Um, 2 John, uh, verse number 5. Now here again we have um, uh, the, the talk about the elder uh, to the elect lady and her children. Uh, and there's a lot of theology in this and, and who this is in the church and, and on and on. But, but what John, as a theme, he says, you need to walk in light or you need to walk in truth. Uh, and uh, which we're going to read here in a minute. But he tells us exactly how we're supposed to do that uh, in these verses. Verse number six. And this is, the, is love that we walk after His commandments. This is the commandment that ye have heard from the beginning, ye should walk in it. For many deceivers are entered into the world who confess not that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh. This is a deceiver and an antichrist. Look to yourselves that we lose not those things which we have wrought, but that we receive full reward. Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father uh, and the Son. And as we read recently about um, not bidding them God's speed and, and really kind of what all that means. It means access to God could mean that they're, uh, that they're not saved altogether. Uh, but, but to walk in the light means to walk in the doctrine of Christ. Um, or the Bible calls it the perfect law of liberty. Uh, or the Apostles' Doctrine. It's all included in there. Uh, and we could really say, you know, um, it's walking in love. Uh, when we read uh, in 1 Corinthians and elsewhere that Christ is love, and to walk in the, the doctrine of the Christ, when it talks about the commandments uh, from the beginning, uh, is love, love God with all your heart, with all your soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. And so we know there's a more perfect way, and that is, that is love. So, but he says... Uh, to if you if you don't abide in the doctrine of Christ, you don't belong to Him. Um, and so when we uh, or Paul or others would say they were of us, but they, you know, but they left us and they weren't uh, they they weren't really of us. Uh, and we t- talk about perseverance in the Bible. What we clearly have to understand is that God says people who are saved um, love God and live for God. And, and and really, when we don't, the Holy Spirit He chastens His children. Um, he doesn't hold that back. There's no exceptions to that. You're either indwelled with the Spirit of God and a child of God, or you're of your father, the devil. <laughs> and, uh, and so when we say we're saved, um, like you ever see those bumpers, real men love Jesus, uh, and, you know, and they're you know, uh, showing you all kinds of sign language on the road and running off the road and everything else. Uh, and um, um, th- there, there is this mindset where you can... You can Love God. I was just reading after a celebrity recently who got saved in prison and all this different stuff. And he, his theology is completely off. But the world embraces everything he says about you know, his conversion or whatever. But to say 
um, that you love Jesus and then to speak uh, in such perverse ways um, is not consistent with Scripture. You say, well, you don't know if he, I don't know if he got saved or not. Um, but, but I know a person who's, who is sincerely saved and born again doesn't keep doing that. Uh, and, and when they do it, they're grieved. You know, they let something slip or whatever, but they don't write it into their lyrics uh, and continue to, you know, uh, do all the things that this uh, person does. Uh, and so um, it's important to see <clears throat> that those who walk in truth, uh, as uh, it says in verse number four uh, of Second John, take a look there. He says, I rejoice greatly that I found of thy children walking in truth as we have received a commandment from the Father. And uh, so um, it pleased John uh, to see these people who, who not only believed truth, uh, but walked in truth. And he, uh, he says in 3 John, verse number 4, uh, that he has no greater joy uh, than to hear that my children walk in truth. So I said all this to say this tonight. Um, there is a, God has delivered to us a, a body of doctrine, uh, the faith once delivered to the saints. We have in our hands uh, the, a revelation of God that's complete uh, and, uh, and not to be added to or taken away. It's something that we should read every day and study and hide in our hearts, um, memorize, meditate, all that God says about that. Uh, and uh, helps cleanse us. It, it's, uh, it's, his word is a, 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 a light unto my feet, or a lamp unto my feet, and a light unto my path. Um, and we hide his words in our heart that we will not sin against him. Uh, and, uh, but, um, but doctrine isn't just that body of truth uh, and the fundamentals of the faith. It, it is doing, it is walking, it is having our conversation as it becometh, uh, uh, you know, the gospel uh, or uh, into godliness uh, and, to, and to walk in that way. So what I've said before and what I'll say more in future messages is I, I really want us all to, I think our church as a whole understands this as a concept because it, it you know, I always teach on um, walking with the Lord or living for Him, doing the things that He says, and not just believing. Uh, but with this study and continuing in the Apostles' Doctrine, um, you should be well informed uh, and equipped to really um, to live for the Lord, but also to combat the pressure um, that is laid upon. Now, you might, like, it's almost every single day um, that I'm pressured from without to join Team Compromise. Okay? All the time. Um, it's, it's my friends or my so-called friends. Uh, it is, it is, it is um, purposeful, sometimes passive, uh, and, uh, but it is all the time. Uh, you may not get that um, in your everyday life, um, but I'm just saying it's there and it's very pervasive uh, in, um, uh, in Baptist churches today. It, it didn't used to be that way, um, but, but it is. And, uh, and so it's just, um, they make fun of everything. Uh, and when they're making fun of everything that we believe in and do, the, the answer isn't just stop doing it. Um, and and uh, because if I was, let me, I'll, honestly, if, 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 um, 
I didn't have a conscience. Uh, you know, I could just say, you know what, let's just, we're just going to have a praise team and, and uh, we're just going to let, let all of the guards down and whatever. And I'm not going to preach. I'm going to make, make people feel good. Uh, and I'll just be a mini Joel Osteen uh, without, you know, the hair and the teeth. Uh, and, uh, uh, and just, you know, um, and just kind of go that route. Because we'd bust out at the seams. People would come. But what people who come to this church when they visit, and it's not worth trying to be friendly and loving and helpful and, and all of that. Um, but... Um, when they say, well, you, oh, I'm going to have to do stuff. Amen. I'm going to have to change my ways. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought God just accepts us as we are. Um, you know, come as you are, but leave different uh, is really what God, God desires for us. And um, so all of you uh, get pressure uh, from family members, co-workers, friends, neighbors, whomever, uh, about your... Uh, devotion to God or your dedication to the house of God. Um, and, and that's not, a, it's uncomfortable at times, but it's not a bad thing. And, and really, you ought to walk with God in a, in a way that's visible um, in distinction. People should be able to tell that you're a Christian from the things that you say and do, um, from the way that you, you carry yourself. Um, if, of course, if you're witnessing to them, that's a big, big clue. Um, but the Bible says for us to be ready always to give an answer to every man of the reason and hope that is in us with meekness and fear. Uh, but if there's nothing about you that would even prompt a question, they're not going to... So if you look like the world, talk like the world, um, you know, act like the world, just you know, you're a worldling um, and not separated, uh, then you're not different. And God wants us to be different, not weirdos. But, but we are a peculiar people, uh, and, uh, and there's a distinction that's made, and it's a blessing. Uh, and um, and I, you know, um, I'm not going to get into like fashion and, and you know, different things and all the... Um, you know when you cross the line. Okay, you know that. And, uh, and, but, what, but what should be in your spirit is, if you ever cross that line... Uh, in another Christian who loves you, nudges you about it, you accept that. Um, you know, the wounds of a friend, you know, they're tough, but they're good. And, and we have to hold each other accountable. And, and when you do those things, when it's a small thing, um, instead of when it becomes a big, you know, a big issue, uh, you know, that's, you know, that's good. Uh, and, uh, and we should um, not get upset. It, 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 you know, it pains people. It really does, um, but but we know we know when uh, when we when we cross a line in all those areas. But again, we're supposed to walk worthy unto, unto all pleasing, and and it's all things, and we're supposed to do all things as unto the Lord. Uh, so I mean, there's so many umbrella verses uh, that we can hang over uh, our life. The Lord has done that really encompass. Uh, all the different variations in the gray areas, black areas, white areas. Uh, and uh, there's biblical principle to apply to all of that. So you ask yourself the question, um, is my attitude pleasing to the Lord? My spirit is what I'm doing. Uh, am I doing it as unto the Lord? You mean, you mean I got to do everything? You need to eat to the glory of God. <laughs> you, know, uh, you, need to, uh, you need to sleep uh, to the glory of God. I mean, I, I mean it's, you know, where do we draw the line? It's, God says all things. Right. And uh, you say, so I got to be thinking about the Lord 
365? Well, yeah, in you know, a perfect world. Um, but, you know, and, and that's reasonable, uh, really, uh, for what the Lord has done. Uh, but I'm, again, I'm thankful let's just sleep and take breaks and, and eat and, you know, other types of things. And uh, even rec- having recreation or amusement, uh, amuse, uh, not to think, all those things are wonderful blessings. Uh, but we should spend more time uh, really seeking after um, the apostles' doctrine and living uh, up to uh, and to walk. I just want, I want to, to live worthily for my Savior. And I want to please Him. Uh, and, uh, and that doesn't make me a Pharisee. That, that makes me a child of light Amen. and a child of truth. Um, and it doesn't bother me because I just want to please him. And so if i got to stop doing something because the Bible says it, well, I want to I stop because I love my Lord. If I'm supposed to do something different and start doing, I want to do that if it pleases God. And, uh, well, that's just you, Brother Reno. Uh, and that does, that's not for me. That's for you. Uh, and, uh, and Christians, well-meaning Christians, ha- are living by the worldly mantra of we can all have our own truth. That's your truth, Brother Reno. No, it's God's truth, and you've got to walk in it. And if you don't walk in it, um, that's not good. It doesn't matter which way you cut it. And you don't have to, you don't have to convince me. You've got you know, you to convince the Lord. And the only way you're going to is be like, well, Lord, I, you know, this, you know, I had a problem with this and a problem with that. And, uh, you know, so, uh, you know, um, I heard a preacher on the radio said, I didn't have to obey you in this area. And people buy his books. He must be right. Um, you know, we've got to be very, very careful. And so all you want to do is make our life miserable. No, I want, uh, I want you to please the Lord. And, uh, and by the way, you can have all kinds of fun as a Christian. Uh, and, uh, and so it isn't like that. But uh, let's all stand together tonight and we're going to pray, have invitation time. And again, um, just asking the Lord, help me to believe uh, truth, but Lord, help me to walk in truth.